When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Amber and Ian on ESPN Radio, but it is a Friday, which means no Ian Fitzsimmons tonight. Jonathan Zaslow, kind enough to fill in. Hello, Zaz. Hey, how are you, Amber? Good to see you. Good to hear you. Yeah, hey. I'm good. I'm excellent now that you're here. Be a part oh. of Amber and Ian Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. At least so far. We're like 10 seconds into the show. So, so far, I'm excellent that I you're here. Feel like it's, I feel like it's off to a good start. I think it's a precursor of what's to come. I think you're on point here. Yeah, well, just don't mess anything up. Give us a call. 888-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation's presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. The one that fans deserve. We got the new that we were all anticipating for days on end. The Big Ten has suspended Jim Harbaugh. The punishment came down. It is the rest of the regular season, which at this point in the regular season means for three games, Zaslow. And it's an in-game suspension, meaning that Jim Harbaugh can only not coach while the game is actually happening at the stadium. That's it. Right. He can coach in practice. He can coach all throughout the week. Right. He can plan the game. He can still recruit. He can do all the things, but he can't show up on Saturday and actually coach for the Penn State game, which is coming up this weekend, for the Maryland game on November 18th, or for the Ohio State game on November 25th. So they didn't get the death penalty, Michigan. They're allowed to still play football. You thought they might, huh? They didn't get the death penalty. Uh, There's so many things about this story that I'm confused about. Like, there's a bunch of different tentacles coming from all over it that I, I just don't understand. Like, there's part of me that doesn't understand. You know, now look, I, you know, homeboy Connor Stallions, who is, is, maybe on other teams' sidelines. Like, that part hasn't been confirmed. It's like Zapruder film out there, and they're trying to piece images together and see if he's on the sideline of other teams. That's obviously not kosher. But the the stealing signs and all of that, every team definitely does that. Every team tries to get an edge with that kind of stuff. So I, I don't understand what's going on there. I also don't understand there's this thought that Maybe Harbaugh's going to be allowed to coach tomorrow where they're trying to do stuff. You know, Mich- Michigan is not going quietly into the night. They they even said we're they are not bringing a knife to a gunfight. They are fighting this punishment from the Big Ten. And there's some legal stuff. Now, is there a lawyer in the house? You know, because I need to talk to a lawyer who may be able to answer some questions about what does it mean if they try and get like a court order or an injunction or stuff like that? We're talking college football here, and now we're talking courts. So, so there's a lot of confusing elements to this from, from where I sit. But, yes, we do know that he is suspended for the final three regular season games. Raise your hand if you're a lawyer. I paid a, a lot lawyer. of money. Wait, no, you're not, no, 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 no. Put your hand down. You're not a That's uh, illegal, Zazlo. I'm not a lawyer. This is the illegal practice of law. Uh, 
I am, though. So I can have my hand up. Uh, it's cost me a lot of money to be able to put my hand up. And here I am as an ESPN Sports Radio host. Nevertheless, I am actually a lawyer, at least according to the Florida Bar and the Georgia Bar. And I can tell you, I don't have an answer because the Big Ten brilliantly did this on Veterans Day. Why was that the move? Why did we get the suspension today, Zazzle? You know what happens on Veterans Day? Everything is shutting down. No one's working. Courts aren't open. Yeah, right. So this idea so that— So it's like a double whammy. It wasn't just a Friday news dump. It's, it's hey, it's Veterans oh, no. Day, so this is, like, going to work extra in our favor? That's why they did it today. They didn't do it today because of the Friday news dump, but because they knew everybody was going to be talking about it whenever the suspension came down, and I don't think the Big Ten, frankly, has an issue with that. The reason the Big Ten did it today is because they wanted to make darn sure they did it on the day that the courts are going to be closed. And the federal courts are certainly closed. And I don't know. Are you going to find a, a Michigan use of Veterans Day? Are I you going to find know, God a bless Michigan? all of our veterans? But that's like a hey, shady you know use what? of Veterans Day. We should have done that off the top. Shout out to all the veterans. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for your service and your sacrifice. We are forever indebted to you. But that is why they did it on Veterans Day. That's why we got shady. this news on Veterans Day. And it's, it's a great strategic move because they knew that Michigan was going to try to run and get an injunction so that Harbaugh could then coach in the game tomorrow against Penn State because it's a huge game with huge implications, obviously, yeah. on a national college football stage. Yeah. Is there a scenario where they can find the state court judge in Michigan who's chilling on Veterans Day, flipping some hamburgers, and he's willing to, or she, willing to review this... <laughs> Like, do they call him up and say, hey, do you have the keys to the courthouse? And, like, he shows up at the court, like, in his slippers and his pajamas, <laughs> well, and he opens the door. Come on inside, everybody. Let me go put on my robe. As he's wearing, like, his Michigan, his Wolverines hoodie, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Because I will say, if you're running to a courthouse and you're Michigan, you want to run to a state courthouse because state judges need those votes. And you know what there are in Michigan? A lot of Wolverines fans. And you know who's going to be voting for you if you get injunction to help Harbaugh coach? Wolverines fans. So there oh, is an element of that move, yes. to this as well. But I do think it's interesting because yes, courts are going to be closed. Michigan has said that that they are going to go after this, that they released a whole statement about the commissioner's hasty action and it, that it, he's reacting to pressure from the conference members instead of applying the rules of fair fairness and impartiality. And it, it's a whole statement. And they do mention in the statement on Veterans Day, a court holiday to try to thwart the university from seeking an immediate judicial relief is hardly a profile of impartiality. To ensure fairness in the wow. process, we intend to seek a court order together with Coach Harbaugh to prevent this disciplinary action from taking effect. So they are trying to find a judge that is not technically working to work. And yes, we do have things called technology uh, in the world of law. And so there are means to get this done. Theoretically speaking, it ain't an easy thing. It's not an easy task. It was a good move by the Big Ten. So Michigan is saying there, like they, they are actually, I mean, they're not putting it in the words that I'm about to, but Michigan is claiming that the Big Ten is being shady by doing this on a, a government holiday. Right. Which, wow. The whole argument is that this was a Michigan's entire argument is that this is a rush to decision and that they did not. Well, and Michigan's do, not do, denying that, that they, they did, did not either, right? 
No, it, that's not the argument right now. The right, argument right. from Michigan's perspective in the immediacy isn't we did not do those things, right? I mean, a lot of evidence also, but but that's not the argument right they now. They want to stay. That's what the they want. The argument they right now is that this came down without due process, that the, yeah. that the Big Ten didn't dot its I's and cross its T's, that the NCAA is still in the midst of an investigation, which Michigan references in their statement, and that this was hasty by the Big Ten, that they're not waiting for a proper investigation to get done. Now, what I would say to that, if I'm the Big Ten, is we ain't the NCAA, because by the way, they're not. And right. by their rules and their bylaws, they were yeah, they able to, to institute this decision and they were able to do so by following a specific protocol and step number one was that letter that we got from the big 10 to michigan on monday step number two was allowing michigan to respond which we got on wednesday they did all the things that under their own rules and then they had to go to the committee vote to get it the uh, more than a two-game suspension obviously the other big schools were going to vote in favor of that so they under their bylaws it appears did things under did things essentially the right way but yes they did not allow the NCAA investigation to conclude. That's clearly a lengthy process. And Michigan's argument is going to be there should have been more of an investigation and more of a process before the punishment was handed down. So another thing that I think is is interesting here is it does seem like other schools in the Big Ten are really angry with Michigan and have been behind the scenes pressing the Big Ten to come down on Michigan, to bring the hammer down on them. And that part I find to be really interesting because I feel like it's kind of one of those situations where, hey, maybe you don't want to throw stones because you can't tell me that these other schools are not doing similar stuff, that Michigan is the only school apparently who has the, you know, the you-know-whats to try and get that extra edge and steal signs, all right? So it's kind of a weird thing where... I'm surprised then if other schools are pushing the Big Ten to come down with this punishment that they're not a little bit afraid where it's like, all right, you know, we're, we're kind of doing similar stuff here. I don't know how much I want to go pressure the Big Ten to come down on them because they may come and look in my backyard next. Well, I think the idea is that the other schools weren't necessarily doing it the way that Michigan was doing it. There or is they're just like, we're going to stop you're always They call Michigan, we're stopping. <laughs> no, but I, Ian kept likening it, which I thought was a, a pretty good analogy here, to uh, the Astros scandal, right? Where it's like, all right, everyone in baseball, you're kind of stealing signs, yeah. and then the next thing you know, you're using clickers and you're beating on trash cans. And it's like, yeah. well, not everyone's doing that, right? Where it kind of takes it up a notch to another level. That's what it appears Connor Stallions did. Right. Where maybe the other schools weren't sending the guy who's allegedly dressed like the coaches on the sidelines with the spy glasses, in-game scouting. Amber. It, maybe they weren't doing that. Amber, there wasn't like a moment, and maybe there was, we don't know. But there wasn't a moment during one of those games where Homeboy was on the sideline in the other team's gear and he's got the sunglasses on and he's standing next to people and no one turned to him like, yo, buddy, who are you? Like, there are no, that never of, happened? I know. There are a lot of people on those sidelines, though. I mean, I've, I, you know that. Right, We've but both been they're on those standing sidelines there next to him. Like, they didn't turn to him and go, who you play for? I, I mean, like, <laughs> right? Who are you? He fit in. He fit in. Uh, it, it's there's there's a lot of weird things here. Oh right? yeah, and then it, there's used vacuums. Apparently, it, 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 there's a lot of tentacles, as you said earlier in the show, to this story. But at least now we have an answer from the Big Ten about what they're going to do about it. The Big Ten is going to suspend Jim Harbaugh for three games. 
Now, Michigan will try to get some legal intervention to try to prohibit that from happening. We'll see. The NCAA investigation is still ongoing. So that's still a thing. The punishment could still be coming down there. There's a lot still that we have to determine from the story. But man, it's just the beginning. And we are going to be talking about this forever, including coming up next. We want to know what you think about the Jim Harbaugh suspension. Give us a call. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Celebrating Veterans Day with Joe Borrow on ESPN Radio. Happy Veterans Day. Thanks to all the veterans and troops out there who go overseas and and protect our right to play football and protect the freedoms of everybody. ESPN Radio celebrating America's heroes on Veterans Day. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The Big Ten has suspended Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh for the final three games of the remainder of the regular season, but Harbaugh will be allowed to coach during the week. The Big Ten is saying there was enough evidence that they received from the NCAA that they felt the need to punish Michigan this season. This is going to drive Jim Harbaugh out. And Michigan is the only chance that the Big Ten has of winning the college football playoff this year. They could still do that, by the way. What? Zaz. They could still win the college football playoff. They could still win a national title this season. They could still even win out without Jim Harbaugh potentially coaching in these games, right? I wonder, and Amber and Ian, Jonathan Zaslow filling in for Ian tonight, I wonder how much this actually matters from an on-field perspective because Harbaugh can still be there all week. He can still be at practice. He can still make up the game plan. Right, He's designing the playbook. He can do it all except for the in-game, real-time decisions. But, oh, by the way, you have great coordinators. I think it matters, all right? And, and I especially think it matters because I think sometimes it's real easy for us to sit on our couches and, you know, call timeout here or spike the ball here or call this play and all that. I think that when you are in the game and you're a coach or a manager or whichever sport we're talking about – I'm pretty certain the game moves so much faster than we think it moves. And yes, you could be a defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, or whoever, and you're tapped on the shoulder to be that interim coach tomorrow or for the next couple of weeks. And I would imagine the game moves at a pace that is much quicker than you're accustomed to. And that's where, yes, they have the game plans and all of that is set. 
but I think all the in-game stuff probably moves so, so much faster when you're not used to being the top decision maker. I'm not saying that it doesn't matter at all. I'm just wondering if it matters so much that it will decisively matter. I have a hard time believing that. And then also, we are talking about a team that did just fine without Jim Harbaugh at the beginning of the season with that self-imposed three-game suspension. I think that ends up being hugely helpful here because they've already dealt with this. The coordinators have already dealt with this. They already have the system. They've already had to deal with essentially the process that they're going to be dealing with for the next few games. Amber and Ian is presented by Progressive Insurance. Tune in for college football action tomorrow night as LSU hosts Florida, presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. I'm sure that game will go great for my game. We are taking your phone calls. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We are happy to have you chime in about Jim Harbaugh's suspension, a three-game suspension handed down from the Big Ten. Harbaugh, Michigan, they have said that they are going to try to have the court system essentially intervene, file for an injunction. It is Veterans Day. It is a holiday. It has everything to do with why the Big Ten, I would imagine. So you you are claiming the the Big Ten had their information all set and ready to go Thursday afternoon. That's your claim? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, Yes. All right. (laughs) I mean, they're not going to admit to it, but yes. I think it's totally possible based on your calendar. The, uh, and the at the Big Ten, they looked at the calendar, the commissioner of the Big Ten, and he said, you know what Friday is? A huge help to us. Yeah. So let's go ahead and make sure that this suspension, we're going to take our sweet time until this suspension comes down, and we're going to make sure the suspension comes down on Veterans Day to make it much more difficult for Michigan to run to some court and get court intervention. Nevertheless, they're still saying that they're trying. Triple Eight say ESPN. John is calling us from Georgia on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Hey, John, thanks for the call. Go ahead. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're great, thanks. What do you have for us? Hey, well, my, my biggest thing is that no one, that, the one thing that no one's talking about is like, you know, the defense that some people are saying, well, everybody else is doing it in the conference. But the thing is, is like, they're the only ones that got caught in the sense that, okay, if I, if I, if I get, if I, if I get caught stealing from a store and I say, oh, well, everybody else is doing it. That's my defense. No, I got caught doing it. So I just don't understand why people keep saying like, well, everybody else is doing it. That's their defense. You know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and also the other second point I have is like, you know, the, the, the evidence is like there's video evidence of, of, of them doing something wrong or institutional control. It's not like they're rushing to judgment. It's like, oh, hey, we have video of some guy stealing uh, there's not really a rush to judgment here. It's just a, it's a delay tactic in order for Michigan to do better. Thanks for the call, John. I do agree that saying everybody else is doing it is not actually a defense to anything. And frankly, Michigan has not been saying that. Michigan's allegation has not been everybody else is doing it. Now, Michigan did have the allegation that Ohio State and Purdue, and I don't have it in front of me, what was the third school, that they were sharing signs of Michigan's. So it wasn't quite the same allegation. Maybe it was Indiana also. Maybe, I don't know. It was some other school. But the point is that there were several other schools they were sharing signs that they had gotten. Now, one school, in other words, would play Michigan, get signs while playing Michigan, which is allowed, and then, though, call up the other school and share those signs. And there's some question about whether, in fact, that is 
prohibited under the rules of the Big Ten. It's not clear. What is clear is this in-person advanced scouting thing, which Michigan was allegedly doing. So that is a clear violation. Like John just said, there's a lot of evidence to back up the allegations and the big 10 feels like it took enough time and reviewed that evidence. And the evidence was overwhelming and they were able to issue the suspension. Michigan is going to argue otherwise that not enough time was taken here. There's not enough due diligence. That's going to be their argument, but their argument is not actually, well, everybody else is doing it. And yeah, by the way, I, I don't think the whole everybody else is doing it. I don't think it's about why are we getting trouble in trouble when everyone else is doing it. We stole something, but they did too. Why, why are we getting in trouble? I think it's more about, Less why are we getting in trouble? I I think it's I think it's more about why aren't they also getting in trouble? Not why are we in trouble? It's why aren't they also being punished for this? Right. Or or why does this rule exist to begin with? And and yesterday I I really bored the heck out of everybody going full lawyer mode because I I loved it and I I found it. it, Oh, you love the law. Well, I love you know you know me. I love it. I love it. So I went full lawyer mode because a Michigan law professor had written in the Yale Law Review an article about how he felt like this Big Ten rule that Michigan had allegedly had violated, it violated antitrust laws. And I think that there's a very strong argument to be made on that basis. And this is the the problem that the Big Ten could run into if the courts actually get involved in yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. I won't bore you with it. But the whole point of that article is discussing the rule itself, whether the rule itself can exist and be enforceable, not whether Michigan violated it, right? Because that's a different thing. And that's sort of like the same thing when we're talking about, well, everybody does it. It's like, well, then why does this rule even exist? Should we even have this rule on the books? But the point is right now it's on the books and there's a lot of evidence that may, that Michigan probably violated this rule. Let's get back can to you your maybe, calls. Can you maybe, by the way, write out in detail that law, and I, I could read it on my spare time? Yeah, you want me to? How about I send you the Yale Law Review article, and yeah, then you give me the, the synopsis of the Yale Law Review article. I'm going to put it right article. next to never. Quickly, Alan is calling us from Wisconsin. Alan, you got about 30 seconds. Thanks for the call. What do you have for us? Hey, uh, I think the NCAA was trying to do Michigan a solid by dragging their feet. So why is the Big Ten in such a rush to get this thing done? Because they only have two chances to get anybody into the national title game. It's Ohio State, Michigan. So if I were the Big Ten, I'd be trying to hold this thing off the offseason so I can let this thing play out and get one of my best teams into the, the playoffs in the national, cha- national championship game. So that's interesting. I want to discuss that more. We are up against it, Zaz. What I do think, though, is I would I would question whether it's a disadvantage to the Big Ten because, again, we're talking regular season games. There's nothing prohibiting Jim Harbaugh. If they win these games, there's nothing prohibiting him from coaching in the postseason, and I think that's a really important caveat. We will get into plenty more on this Michigan sign-stealing scandal. Amber and Ian with Jonathan Zaslow rolls on next here on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. The Big Ten has suspended Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh for the final three games of the remainder of the regular season, but Harbaugh will be allowed to coach during the week. The Big Ten is saying there was enough evidence that they received from the NCAA that they felt the need to punish Michigan this season. This is going to drive Jim Harbaugh out. And Michigan is the only chance that the Big Ten has of winning the college football playoff this year. Another day, another development in the Michigan sign-stealing scandal. But this time, we actually have the answer from the Big Ten regarding the suspension of Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. A three-game suspension. It's the rest of the regular season. Three games doesn't sound like a ton. It is when you look at the opponents that they're facing for the next three games, including tomorrow against Penn State. Let's dive more into this story. Amber and Ian presented by Progressive Insurance. Jonathan Zaslow filling in for Ian Fitzsimmons tonight. Dan Murphy. He is an ESPN reporter. He has been all over this Michigan story. We are happy to welcome him in. And Dan, thanks so much for your time. One of the questions that we keep getting and we keep hearing when people are giving opinions on this thing is why now? Why this season? Why not wait if you're the Big Ten to issue some sort of suspension for next season? Hi, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me part and Tony Petit laid this out a little bit in a lengthy letter that he wrote to Michigan and to the rest of the, the conference um, tonight or this this afternoon he basically said we found very clear evidence and proof is the word he used that we know that Michigan was breaking the sportsman sportsmanship policy this season and therefore we felt like for the integrity of our games it was an important to act somehow this season they didn't want to wait for the NCAA basically saying this team an advantage. And so we feel that it's necessary to give them a little bit of a disadvantage by taking away their head coach. Dan, how much pressure do you think the Big Ten was getting from other schools? A lot, yeah. You know, Tony Petiti has met with all of the athletic directors and head football coaches around the Big Ten. Uh, I've had many conversations with university presidents here over the last couple weeks and I think they were, uh, you know, banging the drum very hard for a suspension. I think they I think one of the things we learned in the, just in the past few days was that a lot of the coaches and athletic directors were asking not only for Harbaugh to be removed from the program on game days for the next three weeks, but to totally kick him out of the, the practices and the team facilities and film room and all that kind of stuff for the rest of the regular season. That didn't happen. Uh, you know, obviously, Tony Petiti is a, a first-year commissioner. He's been on the job probably only about six months. 
So I think he himself probably saw this as an opportunity to to make a little bit of a statement and and to lead this league in a very strange time in college sports right now. ESPN reporter Dan Murphy joining us here on Amber and Ian. You can find him on X at Dan Murphy ESPN. It will never get weird for me saying on X instead of Twitter. But Dan, you had had tweeted out or X'd out or whatever the heck it's called uh, that Michigan (laughs) is seeking a court order to prevent this suspension. That's something that we all expected to happen. I think, however, it's a brilliant move by the Big Ten that they – had this suspension that they issued the suspension today on Veterans Day when, of course, federal courts are closed and I would imagine the state courts in Michigan as well. So have they, do we know, have they actually, in fact, I know they intended to, but have they, in fact, filed for some sort of injunction here and how? Uh, the, the best I can tell, yes. They have, at this point, filed an injunction. Uh, obviously, we reached out to all the lawyers involved and haven't been able to get an answer yet uh, from them directly. Uh, although, you know, they're, they're probably pretty busy at the moment to file that paperwork. This is something that they anticipated coming and wanted to have ready. And frankly, if you're a, a judge here in Washtenaw County, Michigan, where the university of Michigan is located, uh, you were probably anticipating this coming as well. Even though the courts are closed, Typically, there is always at least one magistrate who's sort of on call during the off days for courts in case they need a, an emergency search warrant or an arrest or something like that signed. Um, and the question now will basically be, does, does the on-call judge you where they're going to spend their time digging into the Big Ten bylaws and deciding whether they want to grant a temporary restraining order or even hear an argument for a temporary restraining order in what is about the next uh, 16 hours or less before Michigan is scheduled to take the field against Penn State tomorrow at noon. Dan, is the fallout of all this going to result in Jim Harbaugh no longer the head coach at Michigan after this season? It's a good question because, you know, on top of and one of the things we learned in Petiti's letter tonight was that the NCAA has told the Big Ten that they believe they've got enough proof to show that the Michigan football team violated NCAA rules. And at some point, penalties will likely be coming from the NCAA as well. They take a lot longer to go through their process, and they're also still interviewing people to get a sense of the scope of who knew and whether Jim Harbaugh knew. But either way, Harbaugh is likely to face some kind of penalties from them for this because where something like this went on, there's a decent chance that, that they want to ding him for this as well. And remember, he's got another pending NCAA case that hasn't quite been resolved yet over some recruiting violations from last year. Uh, he flirts with the NFL seemingly every offseason. He's got a, a pending contract extension that has gone unsigned since these allegations came up in the middle of October. There is a lot of mess going on. And if, if especially if Jim Harbaugh in Michigan goes and wins a national championship here, which is still a, a very real possibility for this team, first nine games of the season, um, you know, all of a sudden there are a lot of reasons for Jim Harbaugh to say, you know what, I came back to my alma mater I brought them back to glory, even if that championship is going to have an asterisk in the mind of anybody who isn't wearing maize and blue. Maybe it's time for me to, to you know, I'm to- finally fed up with the NCAA rules. I'm going to get out here. Um, I, I don't know that we know that for sure. I don't know that anybody will know that for sure until probably January or February. But um, there, there are a, a continuingly, uh, you know, the, the to get stacked higher and higher. 
Things are far over, far from over for Michigan on the field, but also when it comes to investigations and now even maybe the court system as well. Dan Murphy, he is over all over all the developments for Michigan. Thanks so much for your time, Dan. Have a good one, guys. Amber and Ian presented to you by Progressive. Jonathan Zaslow in the saddle tonight for Ian Fitzsimmons. Probably the only saddle you've ever been in. You don't really strike no, me as No, that's like a not true. I've, ca- I've ridden horses. I could ride a horse, no problem. You know that about me. I, uh, do I? Do I? I was I? on a horse two months ago, probably. That is yeah, true. You I did actually send You sent me a picture on some yeah. weird family trip that you went on Why where you were weird? pretending to be a cowboy for two seconds. No pretending. Come it on was now. Pretending. I think you went to a right rodeo that in that. Horse. I'm like, what is Zazlo doing? He's, That's he's right. Lost That's puppies right. far outside of the world of Miami right now. We are welcoming all your phone calls wherever you are in the world. Far outside the world of Miami. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Lots of people with lots of thoughts on the suspension of Jim Harbaugh. Tim is calling us from Missouri on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Hey, Tim, thanks for the call. What do you have for us? Hey there, first time caller. I'd like to say thank you for having me on, number one. Number two, I think the, the Big Ten jumped the gun because without solid proof that Paul Ball was your main culprit, I mean, it could have been offensive coordinator, it could have been the coordinator that did this without his knowledge. So, therefore, that, in my opinion, opens up the Big Ten to a possible lawsuit for wrongful uh, suspension. Uh, I appreciate the call so much. I do think that the interesting idea that he's bringing up where is it really Jim Harbaugh that's pulling all the strings, right? And we don't know the answer to that just yet. We know the allegations. We know Connor Stallions. Who's giving Connor Stallions allegedly giving Connor Stallions the marching orders, right? Who's responsible for all? That's some of the things that we don't know that I would imagine we'll find out more from potentially. I mean, who knows? Transparency isn't the NCAA's thing, but maybe we'll find out more with the NCAA's pending investigation. Under the bylaws of the of the Big Ten. I'm not sure it matters because Jim Harbaugh is obviously the guy at the top. So they felt like they had enough linking the guy at the top to the problem and the violations within the program. But I do think that there's something to be said about sort of how all of us from a narrative perspective anyways will see this thing down the road. Yeah, I don't agree with any of those questions posed by, I think it was Tim there, Uh, whether it's in the bylaws or not and whether Harbaugh knew or not. And by the way, I know we do this thing where, oh, there's no way he didn't know. You know, Tom Brady with the flake. He had to have known. Bill Belichick with Spike. He had to have he known. Knew. Uh, look, we, we, in that organization, we know they knew. They okay? knew. But we do that, right? They had to know what's going on under their watch. I actually, I believe in a world where Harbaugh may not have known nah. what was going on here. I do believe that that's possible, but... What I also do not subscribe to is that if Harbaugh didn't know, like like the Big Ten jumped the gun because they don't know for sure yet what Harbaugh knew and Harbaugh didn't know, doesn't matter. If he knew, if he didn't know, he is the head coach. And everything that is going on at his program under his watch, he is ultimately responsible for. And like Harbaugh even said, as long as this isn't punishing his kids, as long as it's not punishing anyone in his football program who plays, he will take the brunt of the punishment. He has no problem with that, which is absolutely the right attitude to have. Whether he knew about it or not, he's the head coach. I do believe in a world where he may not have known about it, but it 
does not matter. He definitely gets punished for it happening on his football team. I mean, in theory, we do see all the time, right? You are responsible for what's happening in your organization, whether you know about it or not, because you're the person at the top. We see that all the time applied in many, many different ways. And, And to some extent, we're seeing it applied here. The Big Ten, importantly, the Big Ten issued tonight or released tonight a 10 page letter detailing why they issued this three game suspension for Jim Harbaugh, a 10 page, incredibly detailed letter. And it is written clearly by lawyers. And the importance of that Zaslow is that if Michigan is seeking an injunction, which we just heard from Dan Murphy, that he believes that they have, that they, that they have sought one, they said they were going to, and then he believes that they actually have. And if they're seeking an injunction, then The Big Ten won't get the opportunity to respond to that because they'll be seeking emergency relief. They won't get an opportunity to respond. This is the response. The 10-page, very detailed letter laying out why. That that could come into play here. This is the Big Ten essentially telling the world and telling a court, if necessary, why the suspension was issued and why it was issued. Now, also, this is the Big Ten's way of saying, hey, we have dotted our I's and crossed our T's and that we had all this evidence. So it is important that they release this tonight as they released, of course, the information regarding the suspension as well. Coming up next, we will finally take a break from the Michigan sign-stealing scandal fallout. Don't worry, we will get back to it later in the show, but coming up next here on Amber and Ian, we got to get you ready for week 10 of the NFL season. Let's go already. ESPN Radio is on the ESPN app. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This is Amber Indians. Football questions from veterans. Hi, I'm Mike Tipton, former senior airman with the United States Air Force. And I was wondering, with all the questions surrounding the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott, does he really have what it takes to get them to the Super Bowl? Before we answer that question, 
from that veteran, Jonathan Zaslow, filling in for Ian Fitzsimmons tonight. Find him at Zaslow Show. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. Shout out to all the veterans, Zaz. We got to do that first, right? Thank you for your service. You're awesome. And I I also, and I also like, I also like thanking the families because they're they're in service too. You know, the wives, the husbands, whatever. You know, the kids. I like thanking the families too. They're in it. You know. Now that was a really nice sentiment. How do you feel when the veteran is sitting in front of you, or <laughs> in this case via Zoom, and he's like at like waiting and like Especially, physically waiting, yeah. and he keeps every time I mention Veterans Day, he's yeah. like, eh, and it like I can see him in the Zoom, and he's waiting for his flowers every it's time, and I like, haven't uh, mentioned hey, that James Steele is a vet yet. It's, it's almost like you know whose birthday it is today. <laughs> Somebody's just, just kept what, waiting for the especially, <laughs> especially, especially the service and sacrifice that from I the one and only on a daily basis. Yeah, I'm actually talking show. about you being a producer here at ESPN Radio, but also shout out to you for your service. <laughs> I, I feel like it's one of those where James Steele. And by the way, James, thank you for your service. But I feel like I feel like we were one more segment away since we hadn't mentioned it yet and thanking him for his service. Uh-huh. I feel he like was, we were like driving him nuts. Well, I feel like we were one more segment away from James Steele saying, Amber, Zaslow, thank you for your service. And they're like, what are you talking about? Oh, no, no, it's thank me. That's right. Thank me for my service. I just, we were like I was one just, segment away from that. I was just expecting. Oh, I kept expecting. And especially, she kept thanking. I I was, I was trying, to, trying to move you along. Hey, and, happy you know. birthday. It's not my birthday. Oh, that's right. It's my birthday. <laughs> so thank you. Shout out to all the veterans, even to James Steele. We appreciate you. Let's go ahead and get into this question, though, that we were just asked by one of those awesome vets. Does das- Dak Prescott, Zaslow, have what it takes to win a Super Bowl? I don't think so. I mean, I mean, I, I think you can win with him, but like, I don't think he's great. And I think this is part of not a mess that they got into when they paid him. But when you're going to pay these quarterbacks, you have to ask yourself, can I win with this guy taking up this large a percentage of the salary cap? Because it's one thing to win with these guys when they're in their first, you know, four or five years and they're on that rookie contract and you can spread the wealth and you got the great value at the quarterback position, you know? But when you got to pay the quarterback, you're not going to be able to keep all the talent around him on both sides of the ball. So you got to ask yourself, can I win with this guy carrying us can I win a quarterback with uh, a Super Bowl with him I think so but can you win a Super Bowl with him carrying you and I don't think they can but that's a different conversation for me I mean can he win a Super Bowl sure I saw Trent Dilfer win a Super Bowl right I mean Jim Plunkett won a Super Bowl there's been quarterbacks that are mediocre at best who have won Super Bowls in the past I do think Dak Prescott is certainly that kind of quarterback. I think he's better than that. I think Dak Prescott's a pretty good quarterback. Now, do I think he's Patrick Mahomes? No. Do I think that he's going to win a Super Bowl if he has to put the team on his back? Maybe not. But do I think he is capable and fully capable of winning a Super Bowl if the team around him is good and if the coaching staff above him is sound and making good decisions with good clock management decisions? Yes. And for me, those are the question marks for Dallas. And you're right to mention the contract, but everybody can mention the contract. And by the way, the Dak Prescott contract now doesn't look nearly as bad, right? And it's going to continue to not look nearly as bad when we talk about just the scale of these quarterbacks, right? We can talk about Kyler Murray's contract versus Dak Prescott's contract and who's getting more production right now, you know? 
it's the direction that these quarterbacks have gone in terms mm-hmm. of how they're paid. And yes, it can be prohibitive, prohibitive. Let me try that again. Of Make everybody sure else on the roster. Mark that al- down, James. Although, the, although James, don't mark it down because I'm about to compliment, I'm about to compliment your team. Your quarterback in Patrick Mahomes, I think, is sort of proven other ways that you can still get the bag. And yes, maybe it'll cost you a Tyreek Hill here and there and yada yada. But I want to get that bag. You Such can survive bag. it. No money is Patrick Mahomes. So I'm not suggesting that Dak is Patrick Mahomes, but I am suggesting that that Cowboys defense can be elite. And do I believe that Dak is a decent enough quarterback? to win on a team that also can provide an elite defense. What a backhanded compliment. Decent enough. That is so Amber and Ian is presented by Progressive. He's got a great personality, Zaslow. Amber and Ian is presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's move on. Amber and Ian got one. We got one! And we're moving on. Speaking of only one, there's only one Patrick Mahomes. All right. uh, Giants... At Cowboys, Cowboys are 17-point favorites. We're going to start there since we were just talking about the Cowboys. Uh, Zaz, who you got? Yeah, like, I know the Cowboys right now. Now, we're, we're just picking the game. We're not going against the spread. But when the line came out and it was 17, I originally guessed that it would be around 20. So the line being 17, I think it opened at 16. I love the Cowboys. The Giants are such a disaster, and it really feels like no light at the end of the tunnel for them, Amber. If Dallas loses this game, I take back everything I just said. <laughs> I, I mean, mean they're going to crush them. I mean, they better. They better They're such them. a bully to Dallas, and it's at home where they've won like 11 in a row. They're going to crush them. Yeah, and they need to, and it's a huge bounce-back opportunity for Dallas coming off of the Eagles loss. Yes, absolutely. They beat them 40 to nothing I've got in the first the game Cowboys. of the year. I've got the Cowboys in this game. This is an easy one for me. All right. uh, Squeeze one more in here. Packers at Steelers. The Steelers are three and a half point favorites uh, at home. Amber, who you got? I don't know who I got in this game. I don't feel good about either of these teams. I guess I've got the Steelers because the Steelers somehow are Mike Tomlining and somehow they're winning. I don't think either of these teams are particularly good teams, Zaslow. And I don't have a real reason for picking the Steelers other than, sure, they're at home and Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I, I think you're right, actually. It's the worst kind of answer you can give when James Steele says, Packers, Steelers, which one you got? And you come back with, I don't know. It's the <laughs> worst thing you could possibly say. It's not part but of the I, game. But I totally get where you're coming from. I don't trust either one of these teams. I think the Packers, I didn't think the Packers were going to be good going into the season, but I think Jordan Love has clearly been a big disappointment. And honestly, the Steelers are 5-3, and three, and I don't really know how. The game is in Pittsburgh, so I I think I like the Steelers. I mean, Amber gave an I don't know. I'm giving an I think. Neither one of us have been very good here. No, but you can't be very good with either of these teams. Nobody... Jordan Love appears to be a disappointment. Is Kenny Pickett good? I don't know. I don't know. Steel- How are the Steelers winning games? I don't know. I don't know. How did the Steelers know. win games last season? How did Mike Tomlin not finish with a losing record last season? I don't know. These don't are just know. things that are inexplicable. And because of that, I'm going with the Steelers. Coming up next, we have to go back to Michigan. Yes, more on Michigan. But there's still a lot more to unpack with the sign-stealing scandal. Coming up next here on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, 
legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.